Class is in session. You're listening to Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshake. Let's go! Now, let's start the show. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Thank you so much for checking out today's show. This is episode 115 of the Squat University podcast. The goal with each and every one of these shows is to bring you as much value-packed content to help you move better in the gym and in life, decrease your body's aches and pains, and help you reach your true athletic potential. Today's podcast is sponsored by Barefoot Athletics. Here's the deal. If you want to lift big weights with great technique, you need to use the right shoe. And for those of you out there that like to lift in a flat sole shoe like a Chuck Taylor, you need to check out the Ursus shoe by Barefoot Athletics. They have a super wide toe box that allows you to naturally splay your toes out and use your foot like it was designed. No more cramming your foot into a narrow toe box and smashing your foot into an unnatural position. If you want to enhance foot stability, your technique control, and eventually your performance, you need to check out this shoe. I've been lifting in them for any of my non-Olympic lifts for over a year now, and I absolutely love them. They're extremely comfortable, and they're not going to break your bank like a lot of other lifting shoes out on the market. Now, if you go to barefootathletics.com, and that's B-E-A-R, like the animal, and use the code SQUATU, you can get 10% off your order. And that's for everything on the website, including the Correcto toe spacers that I also wear every single day. And you can learn about those more on my podcast, Why Your Shoes Suck with Dr. Ray McClanahan. Today's show is also sponsored by Ample. Look, if you guys are like me, your day-to-day schedule is crazy busy, and you don't always have time to sit down and eat a good meal after your workout. I usually have a protein shake and try to chase it with some quick um, food like a bar, a Greek yogurt, or anything else basically I can get down before jumping right back into the workday. And then I find myself an hour later just starving. Ample solves this problem of not having enough time during your day to optimally fuel your body. They make a powder drink that comes in a bottle. You just add water and shake it up before drinking. And check this out. Each bottle is either 400 or 600 calories, including a ton of protein loaded with good fats and carbs from high-quality foods that you can actually recognize on the ingredient list. So if you need help keeping weight on and optimally fueling your body during your busy schedule, go to amplemeal.com, and that's A-M-P-L-E, and use the code SQUATU for 15% off your order today. The link will also be in the show notes of this podcast, just like Barefoot Athletics. Now, on today's show, I got the awesome opportunity to sit down with Joan McDonald. Joan didn't start her fitness journey until age 70, and five years later, she is absolutely killing it. With some help from her daughter and her son-in-law, she started her fitness journey and shared it on social media, and things just blew up. She has 1.3 million followers on Instagram at this time. Seeing videos of her squatting and deadlifting and just living a healthy lifestyle through fitness has inspired so many other people around the world, and it was just a pleasure to sit down with her and talk about her story and why it is so important to maintain fitness lifting healthy lifestyle for the rest of our lives. Just because you are over the age of 50 does not mean you are done lifting and living a healthy lifestyle. So you are going to love this conversation. Um, without further ado, let's get to today's show. Well, Joan, thank you so much for coming on the Squat University podcast. I am just so excited to talk with you today. One of the things that I was just so blown away from was seeing your transformation story that you put on social media. And I know you're 75 years old uh, right now, but this really is something that had been only taking place the last couple of years. Can you tell me about when this transformation first started and why it started? 
Okay, the why is because I was a miserable person, very overweight, um, huffing and puffing like a train engine and on medication that I, I hated taking medication. It's bad enough to take supplements, <laughs> you know, when you have to remind yourself to take supplements. But the medication, yeah, I, I didn't like that at all. But my doctor was going to put, going to up my medication because I wasn't being able to stabilize my blood pressure. It was slowly climbing up and I have kidney, I've had kidney failure before and they're monitoring that. So um, I had, I had to do some things and my daughter who happened to be, and her husband were there a little earlier, like in 2016, like this November, December. So we had a kind of early Christmas with, with them. And um, when she found out what the doctors had said, you know, she goes, you know, this can't go on. I can give you a solution if you are willing to follow what I say. And she said, I'll, I'll put you on with the, my group that have start, they started a, a month earlier than I did, I think. But um, anyway, uh, it was a transformation group of women that just wanted to change their lifestyle. And she's really good at that. And I've backed my daughter the whole way ever since she started uh, strength training herself and uh, going to competitions and that. So I've been following everything and I, I noticed how she was able to trans, you know, get these women to transform. So I figured I'm not doing it on my own. Obviously it's not working. Um, and I don't know how this is going to work because she's in Mexico and I'm in Ontario, Canada. Mm -hmm. And I go, uh, we'll see how it works. Cause I don't, I don't know. I didn't know much about um, the uh, working technology part of it you know mm -hmm. like getting information to her and vice versa but they gave me a crash course <laughs> and um I had it was a lot of stops and starts type of thing at the beginning I just I was just like overwhelmed with all of it because it was not just the technology it was learning about um the meal plan like changing from two to three meals a day to five meals a day and doing them every two to three hours uh, and balancing them out. They had to have protein, carbs, and fats in each meal. Mm -hmm. So like, that's all new. Those are all new to me. I had to learn all that. And um, yeah, we persevered. Uh, I'm sure she wanted to strangle me at times, but <laughs> she was way far away. <laughs> I didn't have to worry. <laughs> yeah. I came down here when I decided to do it. I came down here in to Mexico for two weeks and they gave me a sort of a crash course on what I needed to do. I didn't take all of it in. It, it was just too much for me. Um, but whatever I did, I was doing it right. Um, apparently I had um, good form when, when doing my exercises to begin with. So um, they just would tweak it every once in a while, like they would come home, uh, like for a week or, or so many days, if they had a, uh, a competition in Canada and that lasted for about a year. And then they stopped coming because they could go to other places for the competitions, mm. you know, yeah. so, and they don't like 
cold weather. <laughs> they really like Mexico. <laughs> I can see why. So yeah. how, how much weight did you end up losing over uh, the span of five years that you've uh, started? It was between 65 and 70. I sort of fluctuate in that 65, 70 pound mm -hmm. range right now. Wow. It up and down, up and down. Yeah. But now, yeah, I, has, I lost. Had fitness ever been a, a big part of your life prior to this? Like losing weight? Just, oh. just, you know, going to the gym and, and trying to live a fit life as far as exercise. And, I, have, and uh, yeah, I had joined a gym, but I wasn't getting any real instruction. Mm. I hired a, a, a trainer twice when I, I could save up my money and then do it for maybe a month. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I did that twice. And when I had a trainer, I was losing weight. Mm -hmm. um, at least inches. I don't know about the weight part. Mm -hmm. I wasn't too keen on the scale. That's one thing I didn't like was the, the scale can lie to you or you think That's it's lying because if the inches come off, you know, you're doing something right. Exactly. But if you go on the scale and it tells you that you're not changing your weight, you think it's not, nothing's working, but it's, it's the measurements I think that are the real tell mm. in this, in this journey. Yeah. Well, so. I, I know a lot of people that are your age um, are dealing with similar issues as far as having a lot of associated health problems <clears throat> that go along with, you know, their fitness levels, nutrition and things like that. Since starting this whole journey in the past couple of years, have you been able to get off a lot of those, uh, a lot of those? I'm, I'm off, I've been off my medications the first wow. year. Um, I got my doctor convinced to help me, like monitor me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, she got me off, off my blood pressure, which they were going to double wow. and off my cholesterol, which was more of a maintenance thing that the, the kidney doctor had recommended. And I'm going, mm -hmm. I, I don't know why I have to maintain something. Why can't I just leave it the way it is? <laughs> and the acid reflux is pretty wow. much gone. It's, it's only once in a while. I think if I eat something that's not really agreeing with me that I have mm -hmm. a little bit of it, but it used to choke me all the time. Like mm -hmm. I, you always felt like you had something sitting right, right yeah. there in your gullet. And um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been great. I'm off the medication. I have not been on it again since and that's three years clear. Oh, that's so awesome. So I'm, I'm going, you know, this is the main thing mm -hmm. and then getting enough weight off that I can move around freely. That's so amazing. I know, especially in, you know, Canada, America, all these countries that have these first world problems, you see people, you know, that are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're just, the advice that they're given is take this medication. Don't address the underlying cause. Take the easy way out. Just try to take this medication. Band-Aid band -aid fix. You know, exactly. it's not really, it's not really addressing the problems. And I, I think that's one thing that the medical profession needs to hone in on is hundred percent agree you know stop it before it starts not wait till it gets going and then try to fix it it doesn't work that way really not not often anyway yeah but at least i got off of it and i've had a lot of, of um people that you know talk to me and say that they have also done the same thing so it's possible but when i started they said i when I started taking blood pressure pills, they said I'd never be off them. And I'm going, wow, you know, really? That was 
like I didn't, they didn't tell you right at the beginning. They told me when I started taking them Mm -hmm. and I'm going, Oh, really? And then the more, you know, longer I had them and the more I read, I'm thinking, I, this is not quite right. I don't think. And then when Michelle said, no, you can get, you can reduce it at least if not get off of them. And I, put my life in her hands and I'm so darn glad that I did because I would not be where I am today. It's, it's so amazing to see a true testament to the power of exercise and healthy living with diet. And it's so, so awesome to see. I know. And the thing is they, they say that you can't have muscle and you can't get stronger. That's all BS. I mean, I don't know. You can see, can you see my arms? Come I can on. see it. I can see it. When I, when I look through the comments on your Instagram page, everyone's like, holy crap, look at her arms. I'm like, you see, that's possible. We don't have to just think of fitness and having muscles as something you have when you're, when you're 20 and 30. This is something for the rest of your life. Rest of your life. Yeah. Yes. And it's hidden under all that fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I still get people saying, oh, you must be on, what is it? Um, like steroids or HGH steroids, or anything yeah. like that on steroids, but I'm not on steroids <laughs> I eat and how I exercise. Yeah. I and it. I guess if you, you get that saying, Oh, if you, if you protest too much, it must be true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <laughs> what was the most difficult part about starting this time? Cause obviously you said you had tried in the past to hire some personal trainers when you had a little bit of money saved up and, you know, things would, you know, seem to improve, but then they'd go back to your same problems. But then this time, four years ago, there was this dramatic change. What was the most difficult part of actually sticking with it this time? The most difficult or the best thing I think that happened was knowing that it wasn't just exercise. It was how you were eating. That was a big thing. And then Michelle always emphasizes the um, uh, hydrating, mm-hmm. making sure you get at least three liters of water in a day, get your eight hours of sleep every night. So like we're in bed by nine o'clock and we're up fairly early and like they do all their work at home. So it's, it's all online coaching. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I have a routine and I, I just stick with my routine and I, I don't bother with anything or anyone else. Right now. <laughs> it works for me. It was, the, it was the eating, you know, putting the food together, the macros, mm-hmm. learning that part was the hardest part for me. Yeah. yeah. Can, the can workout. Can you bring me through your routine? Your mm-hmm. day, can you bring me through your day-to-day routine? Well, I get up in the morning and I usually do my meditation and then I do a little bit of Elevate, which is for the noggin. And I have my breakfast. And then I get dressed for the gym. Go to the gym and I work out for anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours. And then the rest of the day is mine, but it's not really mine because I'm working on my Instagram. That didn't blow up until just a little over, two, I guess, two and a half years ago. Wow. It took, you know... Michelle introduced me to Instagram at the end of the first year mm-hmm. and just to get me to talk to other people and, you know, share any information, you know, trying to change 
how I was because I was more of a, an introvert and now I'm doing podcasts. Holy <laughs> <laughs> jumping. Um, yeah, and it uh, blew up when they, when they, um, it was Google apparently that had asked for my, that um, video of me doing the hip thrust. Mm. And that was done over the, what, the New Year's, mm-hmm. you know, when they had the sports stuff and all that, and it, what happens during a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, yeah, it blew up then and it's, and it's just kept mounting and mounting ever since. So, yeah, it's so great to see. I saw you're at like 1.3 million followers now on Instagram. Yeah. Truly yeah, amazing. I love it. One four. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. I see when I look through your Instagram, I see a lot of the exercises that you show. It's a lot of strength training and uh, not a lot of, of cardio. Can you, uh, can you well, explain how you still do cardio? Yeah, I do. I do cardio. Okay. Um, I don't show it because I just say, you know, I, when I first started, I think she had me on like 15 minutes of cardio okay. of my choice. And I would vary it. Like it, I didn't do rowing one day. I do mm-hmm. biking another day. I would do the, the uh, stair climber or I do the, um, the treadmill. And the other one was uh, the one that you, you know, your legs are going back and forth. I can't mm-hmm. remember. What it's called. <laughs> I'm not good with the names. It's okay. It's okay. Um, that's, Part of being old, I guess. <laughs> I'll pull that card out every time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you enjoy the strength training or the cardio more? No, I like the I like the strength training. Yeah, yeah. It it I like how it's reshaped my body. Mm. You know, the cardio is more um, burning off calories than anything. Yeah, I think it's you know, and for I guess for my for my heart. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the strength training, I like it. Are there like any it. lifts in particular that you uh, favor over others? <sighs> I guess you should say the, the hip thrust because it's what launched me. Um, I like leg curls. I, I, I like the Smith machine. Um, I like the leg exercises. No, there's not anything in... There's, if you want to say one thing I don't like, don't yep. like extensions. <laughs> I don't like them. They just so seem to be so hard. Yeah. Like lifting that weight up with your just your legs. Yeah. Now it, I, I saw and one it of, is, it's an art. Yeah, for sure. I saw one of the videos that you had on YouTube. Uh, you hooked up with uh, Brett Contreras. And <laughs> yeah, that was a how was how was that? How did you meet up with Brett? Um, he had asked, um, I guess he was in touch with Michelle and JJ mm-hmm. about the gym. He wanted a place to, to do it. He'd done the last one in Florida or the first one in Florida. Then he wanted to do another one. And I don't know if he knew JJ before or not, because mm-hmm. JJ is fabulous. He's, um, he's, uh, he's won quite a bit, his pro card and all the rest of it, you know, with the competitions. Much like yourself, you know, where you, you go and you do what your best that you can do and, and get first, second, third or whatever. Anyway, um, I, they made a deal, I guess, for him to be able to use the gym mm. for it. And he brought all the girls over that he could. Like, I don't know how many there were there. There was an awful lot. Mm-hmm. How many, 30 or 40 girls? Like, wow. crazy. Yeah. And we were there from 
early morning until it was evening, like about eight o'clock, I think, when we finished. Like, and it was going all day long. Wow. And which lifts did you perform? And you maxed out in all the lifts, almost like a powerlifting competition with hip thrusts as well. But, yeah. And it's only, you know, you only have to complete one. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I can probably do one of a lot of it, but I don't know about doing many of them, you know, yeah. like, cause I had my limits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I did the personal best on three, I think. Wow. Do you, do you remember what your numbers were? I have to, I'd have to look at the stats. Um, I think that the deadlift was either 175 or 185. The hip thrust was like 275 or 270 mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? The leg press. Like some of those girls could do, you know, do three times as many as I could. Like they yeah. were just fabulous, but they're yeah. young girls too. And I, and I'm not, I'm not doing it to win a competition or anything like that. I'm just doing it to keep healthy. And I just, I'm curious all the time. How much can I do? Yeah. So, yeah. How, how yeah. have you seen the strength that you've obviously been able to cultivate within the gym? How have you seen that carry over into just your day-to-day life? Um. I've always been a little on the strong side, even though I wasn't fit looking. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I can do things a lot easier. That's all. Mm. It's, um, and I'm not afraid to try where um, a lot of women have been conditioned to, you know, oh, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. Or they've been with a husband that he wants to be the one that does it all. Mm-hmm. And she just, she's a little woman that sits by and cheers them on type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think I've always wanted, you know, I did my own thing. Like I believed that I could do as good or better than my partner. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> I love it. Now, during your, your couple of years that you've had recently where you've made this amazing transformation, have you had any stumbles along the path? Any times where you got off track or, had something pop up that took you sort of out of that path that you wanted to go? Um, not for any length of time. Um, but yeah, you're, you're not going to have perfection all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're lucky to get perfection once in the blue moon. It's, um, it's, it's just, you have to just keep doing it, keep mm-hmm. trying. And, and um, it's a work in progress all the time. And I don't see an end to it. <laughs> I just see it as we should. Yeah, it's uh, it's not something that you look at and say, okay, I'm going to reach this goal, and then I don't have to do it anymore. That's not. It's it's the mindset that I find has probably been the hardest mm. uh, again, and getting really into a mindset that says you can do it, you deserve it and continue on it's it takes a while you know because you're you are conditioned to to um back down a lot and Mm -hmm. and you just have to say hey it's my turn i'm gonna do it and the heck with everyone else you know if you don't want to come on this journey with me then that's that's it Yeah. yeah 
I know definitely um, through anyone's fitness journey, just building a good team around you to have that support. So important. important. Yeah. Can can you speak to how your team had been so helpful in, in encouraging you along the way? Everyone I think I've met has been encouraging and the people that I, that I really have is my son-in-law and daughter. They, they, they have stood behind me 100%. Yeah. It's uh, without them or their encouragement. I don't think I would have lasted this long and it's been like four years of steady growth, which is amazing for me. Mm-hmm. Cause it's always been like, I think the most was maybe three years. And then I slide back. Mm-hmm. It's easy enough to slide back if you if you let it. But do you really want to do that? No. So true. So true. When I put up your video on Instagram, I asked a lot of people, you know, what questions do you have for Joan? And I would say a large majority of them were just saying, what do you uh, have advice for their mother and father who are similar in age to you? that, you know, they think that they're past their prime and they can't get started They're They're too far down the rabbit hole as far as being able to start their fitness journey. They're on too many different medications. What's your, uh, your advice to, to anyone else that, that may be struggling with fitness and not thinking that they can make any changes in their life? I think a lot of them could get off their medications if they actually did something. And movement is, is, the key, like how many old folks do you see just sitting in the rocking chair or on the couch? They're not moving. You have to move. If I sit down too long, I it's so stiff. So I prefer to be up and moving, even if it's just, you know, like washing dishes or like anything, as long as there's movement in it. Um, it, it just, it helps your whole body. It helps uh, what do you call them? Endorphins? Mm-hmm. Make, make whatever makes you happy. Like, as long as you're doing something, you, you should be able to sing a song. You should be able to enjoy the life that you've got. And I enjoy mine now. I do. I really do. And I have a lot of fun. So you, you feel know, like it the, might be simple fun, but it's fun. <laughs> so you feel like the, the fitness and the nutrition, everything that has brought into your life within these past couple of years has just brought in a complete uh, change in your approach to life as far as you are enjoying things much more than you used to be? Oh, yes, most definitely. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the one. Um, I think I posted it up my 75th birthday. <laughs> my son, son-in-law and daughter, we all went to um, a park that had um, zip lining. Mm. And once you started... You had to keep going and there was nine lines mm. and they kept getting higher and higher and some of them you know some of them were long some of them were short and the last one ended up in the water <laughs> so it was like we had a ball like it was I, something i've always wanted to do i've often thought about parachuting and i'm going i don't know if i could do that one or not <laughs> but i i just might you never know <laughs> anything's possible Anything's possible. Yeah. Anything, anything you want me to try. Yeah. I'll try it. It might not, if I don't like it, I won't do it again, but if I like it, 
I'll be doing it again. I yeah. love it. What, what do you love most about Tulum? Um, that's actually where my wife and I went on our honeymoon. Oh, that's a nice, it's a nice place. It's grown though so much in the last few years. It's just, it's booming here. Like there's construction constant yeah. all the time. And we're going, how are they going to film all these places? But I guess it's pretty easy. There's a lot of holidays. Yeah. I see that uh, a lot of those videos of you working out at their famous uh, beach. Well, the, yeah. Beach, beach one, um, yeah, Jungle beach. Gym. Yeah, yeah. That's a friends of ours own that. Oh, and very it's, cool. Uh, yeah. And he's, and he's um, devised all the workout units with the big ropes and all the rest of it. Yeah. He's, he's pretty sharp cookie. Yeah. They're from England. So what's, what's uh, up for you next? I saw that you uh, created an app recently. We are having an app done. They um, sought, sought me out and wanted to do it for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, okay. And Michelle is agreeable and we're having it done. And hopefully it's, it's ready by the end of June or the first of July. I'm hoping, crossing cool. <laughs> my fingers. And, yeah. and what, what will the app consist of? Is it more of like a workout type of routine? Um, it's more, it's aimed more for, um, beginners or people who've had experience, but, um, and, and limited range. Yeah. It's beginners and limited range mainly. Um, Michelle has some more advanced exercises in there, mm -hmm. but there's also the nutrition mm -hmm. it, it have a little bit of everything in it to get people going. And, um, like I try to advertise the books that I've read, motivational books and that, because that is a big deal for a lot of people. That's more for the motivational is for the mindset and, and thinking of yourself a different way and not limiting yourself. You, you need to try almost anything to find out if you can, or if you like doing what you're doing. Mm. So you can't, you can't shove it down everyone's throat and I'm not trying to, I just, you should have the healthiest life and live the healthiest life that you can while you can. Like I want to go out kicking and screaming. I don't want to go out, you know, curled up in a ball in a senior home. I don't want that. I saw what it did to my mom and I don't want it for me. I really don't. Yeah. I so mean, it's that's, your choice. You've got a choice. A hundred percent agree. That's the one thing I constantly preach to people across every squat university platform I have is, you know, lifting and, and just fitness in general is something that we do for life. It's not just something you do when you're young. It's not just something you do when you can put up tremendous weight in competition. It's something that's a lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. And, and it keeps, and it keeps you strong. Like the, and it, it is movement. Mm -hmm. And it's, and yes, eventually you're going to have an injury probably because you've got done something a little too long or, you know, you've got tired or you're not, you know, looking after the rest of yourself mm -hmm. uh, the way you should with your sleep and your, and your um, hydration and the rest of it and your mm -hmm. food. Like if you let that lapse, it'll have an impact on you just like anything. Yeah. You can't, you just have to be diligent all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I try to put together so much content on, on just small injury uh, prevention, but also rehab that, that people can be empowered to, to take control of these injuries. Because like you mentioned, you know, I came across so many people as a young physical therapist that, you know, they had an injury maybe when they're in their 30s and 40s, and they just sort of pushed strength training to the side after that. They didn't really lift after that. They never came back to it. They never fixed their injury. And then they'd always be the person when they're in their 60s and 70s, they'd say, and they'd say, well, I used to do this. I used to be yeah. very fit. And I'm like, yeah. that's something that we should never stop. Yes, you know, there's going to be small injuries and, you know, little pitfalls along the way, but it's something that okay. we should always get right back on track. I think it's, it's knowing what is um, hurting you or what is debilitating you. Mm. You know, there is a difference. I like, I can, I can do an exercise and I'm, I might have, I've got this one shoulder that really grinds when I'm doing things, mm -hmm. but it doesn't hurt me. It just, I can just hear it mm -hmm. like the sound. Yeah. And um, if I had pain, I would stop it. Mm -hmm. I have as much therapy as I can get, but I think I'm, I'm just, I don't know if I was done something like earlier in my life that I've forgotten about. And it's sort of, um, I'm not level. Mm -hmm. I'm not straight in the back. I'm sort of like that, like mm -hmm. one side's a little, um, sticks out a little more than the other, but Hey, I think you can work through it. It's and like people 100%. will say, well, I've had, I've had knee surgery. Well, so have I, I've had a replacement mm -hmm. and I didn't want that to stop me. And I remember when I was young, I had an operation on my knee, uh, not my knee, my, your ankle bone, fibula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. where I had a cyst in it and they had to remove a section of bone mm. and then had to reattach everything. And the doctor said, well, you know, this could bulge out or it could cave in or you may have a permanent limp. Mm. Well, even back then, I was determined I wasn't going to be limping. There was no way. I wasn't going to be called gimp. <laughs> and uh, I worked at it until there might be a slight if someone was really watching me that knew about, you know, walking gates. Mm -hmm. but um i don't think people re would really know any yeah. different and it was a it was a huge scar mm -hmm. <laughs> that i had to live with it's faded so there you go you know yeah i i know especially when it comes to to joints like you mentioned your shoulder you know and there's a little grinding and i know if you probably would go to a doctor they would take an mri or an x-ray and they'd say oh there's a lot of arthritis in that area oh yeah and, I know I have arthritis, but and yeah, that's something that it's a natural part of, of aging. It's wrinkles to the skin. And most people look at it and they go, oh, well, you should stop lifting and really exercise and resistance training to the right intensity with the right technique is the best thing for arthritis. It's function, like you said, and yes, sometimes, you know, things aren't a hundred percent perfect, but that doesn't mean we don't stop trying. We don't stop working and trying right. to better our lives every single day. Yeah, because getting up, like I said, like even in the morning with my arthritis, I, I went through stages mm -hmm. where it was like, felt like I was never going to walk properly again. But as I would do it, 20 minutes of, of walking first thing in the morning got me 
that you wouldn't know anything was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I decided that movement was the best thing for me. That's why they say movement's the best medicine. It is. It really is. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same wavelength. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So you can say right now when you wake up today versus five years ago, it's a little bit different in the morning. It's different. Oh yeah. Like I don't have that hesitation. Yeah. Not, and not for as long. I may have a little bit of a hesitation, but it's, it's minimal, minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the, the, the books that you've read. You talked about some of the motivational books that you found very helpful just for creating the right, uh, the mindset for just changing your life. What are some of the books that you found have been the most impactful for you? The Big Leap. And I could read that again and again uh, by Gay um, Hendricks. And then there's Darren Donnelly, Mm -hmm. his sports ones. They sort of have, Darren's got more of a, a little bit of a religious feel to it like believing in a higher power that helps mm-hmm. and uh but he's he's not preaching so i could take that that was great mm-hmm. and i've read several of his books he's got i think a series there was five sports ones uh, baseball and football i'm not sure about i know hockey was mentioned but i think it's mainly football and baseball mm. But um, yeah, he, he gives you like five things that you need to know or to do, you know, yeah. things that you can control. And, um, and the gay, uh, gay Hendrix was, you know, upper limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you can be great. Just don't stop. Don't think that you can't get someplace. You just have to try, you know, you have to find your way. Yeah. And, and not limit yourself. So yeah. it's like I say, I, you, you, if you read them more than once, you get more out of it. Mm-hmm. And there was, there's several others that I've read. Some of them I didn't get so much out of, but there's another one that I, atomic habits. Mm, yep. I've read that one. Read what, that one. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. There, the, Anything that anyone's got that says that it's a good motivational book, I'll read it. Yeah. I think and it's then just I'll so tell you what I think about it after. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just so important to, you know, to grow that mindset as far as your approach to fitness, because, you know, it is a lifelong endeavor and it is something that a lot of people uh, struggle with on a day in and day out sort of staying consistent, especially when you hit those pitfalls, whether that be injury or something else within your life that sort of takes you out of the game to, to get back on track, you know, and it takes, if you don't have that support system built in, that's encouraging you on a daily basis. It's important that, to really be your own key. best. Yeah. That's key, Aaron, is having the support system. Cause when you have an injury or you have something that's, that's happened, you get people, Oh, you don't need to do that. You know, like it, you're too old for that anyway. Yeah. That's the naysayers and you don't really need them in your life. They're not helping you. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to do more than they can do. And you've got to remember that, that that's why they're saying it. And maybe they don't even realize why they're saying what they're saying, but that's the way they are. Yeah. Don't listen to the ones that say, oh, give up. Listen to the ones that say, okay, how else can you do it? Or can you, can you do this now? 
Yeah. Like give you an, an option. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Stand behind you 100%. And that's what I have. I've got all these people. I have, I have a set of girls that we had at her, our retreat that came back this week. And one is all the way from Hawaii. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how much they love and appreciate us. Mm-hmm. Like you can have people, you know, going to a retreat and then being that influenced by you. Um, you're doing something right. It's very true. Well, I definitely want to say continue doing everything that you're doing because it is just amazing to see. I'm going to continue sharing your videos on my social media to send people towards yours because it's just truly amazing to, to see what you're doing. And I, I love everything about it. So where, where else can people find you on social media? Is it just Instagram or are there some other big places well, people Instagram, should find? Um, I'm on um, Facebook. I'm also on YouTube. I've got my own YouTube channel. And hopefully, eventually in a month, I'll have my own app. Well, I'll share it around with people when it does come out. Okay. (laughs) All right. Train train with Joan is is the handle that my daughter gave me. And and it it doesn't mean that I train people. It Mm -hmm. means if you want to get some training, then, you know, follow me and what I do. I love it. Well, Joan, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to sit and talk with me on the podcast. Um, Everyone out there, go follow Joan on Instagram and across social media. And until next time, guys, happy squatting. All right, guys, that is it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. For those of you out there that want to support the show and all the content that I make at Squat University, head on over to patreon.com slash squat university. You see, while my day job as a doctor of physical therapy does help me support some of the operational cost of creating content for Squat U, I would love to continue growing the brand so I can make better and better content for you guys. This is why I created a Patreon page that has different opportunities for you to support Squat University and even have access to some live Q&A meetings with me once a month. If you don't have any extra funds, really do not worry about it at all. My content will always remain free to you to help you decrease your pain, move better, and optimize your performance in the gym. But if you would like to help support my show for as little as $1 a month, you can do so. Just head on over to patreon.com. Again, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. And until next time, guys, happy squatting. That's it for today, class, on Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshig. For more exclusive content, log on to squatuniversity.com.